0: Something in the fringes of your mind that gives you up all night. Spirit of the ages, softly
1: whispering in your head. First things first. Just in general, tell us something about the new album. Just whatever you want to share.
0: Well, I can start by saying that I'm really happy with the result of the album. It's uh, an album that I didn't expect to to come up this good, I mean, uh, technically-wise and uh, songwriting-wise. So, I mean, uh, because, I mean, it's a pretty long album. It's ten songs plus uh, two bonus tracks, which makes uh, some... 70 minutes, uh, maybe 80 minutes. Uh, we are not a six-piece band. We are just two guys, and uh, we made it happen.
1: For anyone who doesn't know, you say you're not a six-piece band,
0: you're just two guys. Just explain that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, we used to be a three-piece band, but one of us left, that is the, the drummer. So that left us me and Massimiliano. I'm a guitar player and vocal player, and uh, Massimiliano is uh, the other guitar. So we basically hired a few friends to play the rest of the instruments. Uh, we hired uh, David Folquito on the drums. He plays in a couple of other bands. Then we hired uh, Fabio Fraschini. Uh, the man uh, did other two albums from us. The this the Materia from... Uh, with BSL Records as well, and uh, Dreams the Zoo, which was uh, released um, by Century Media. So I mean, we totally trust the the, the confidence that um the musicianship of the the two guys, and uh, so we went ahead and asked them to, to play the songs. So that's pretty much it at the moment. Uh, the 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 lineup we, it's me and Massimiliano and uh, we are looking for a uh, stable new element of the band in the band, and uh, let's hope to find some in the in the near future.
1: Yeah, this must be a bit of an issue for you, really. Um, I don't know how much it has been over the years, but, you know, for example, to, to tour, you know, to, to play live, you know, must be impossible <laughs> if you don't have, a you know, an actual, you know, a touring lineup, you know, guys that are there all the time.
0: Absolutely. I mean, until um, when we were a three-piece band, uh, we've always had problems with the bass, you know, uh, the, the the bass player. And in the years, we've been looking for uh, the right guy, but you know, uh, people came and came and went, so we never find a uh, stable guy. Um, so, yes, it's a nightmare, you know. Is this a problem that
1: you think is particular to your country? Is there maybe an issue with that? Or is, is it something else in terms of finding people? I, I got to
0: say that uh, the, the musical scene in Rome right now, it's uh, pretty much uh, flourishing. And, uh, I mean, in the last couple of years, I uh, saw many bands coming up. Uh, new musicians, I mean, young guys But back then When we were around, I mean, like Eight years ago or something And We didn't know all these guys I mean There was no, not, not many people Around And uh, The guys who were there, they were not serious enough for For what we were doing Right now it looks better But not eight years ago
1: Quite a long time since the release
0: of the last album, so what accounts for that? Well, uh, you know, the, the thing is that uh, the main problem was that everything was changing back then, I mean, in the music industry, and so the, um, the sales were going down vertically, and, uh, you know, everything was... Like crumbling down and the, the, the record stores were sc- were closing down and the the paper magazine just disappeared and also instrument stores were like closing down because guys didn't even want to buy an instrument and form a band I mean our whole Empire was going down so I mean it really seemed like we were making records just to have them... Uh, available for download for free on the, in the, on the internet, you know, and we didn't like that. Um, it wasn't rewarding in any way, so we just thought that we had to quit a little bit to, to figure out new ways to... Facebook didn't even exist back then. Everything changed in these years, and uh, now we think it was the right time to come back because new technology come up and the, the, the record labels have new ways of not leaking the album <clears throat> on the internet in the, during you know the three months before the release time, and I mean that's encouraging. I mean the, now there are new ways to sell the album and uh, tell us something about the uh, the themes um, on the new album. You know um, I've always uh, wrote lyrics. Uh, on the spot, on the moment, uh, without big themes behind it. I just wrote um, whatever came from my subconscious, you know. But this, this is the very first time that I actually put some rationale in it. Uh, I still use the whole the method uh, Writing whatever comes up, but this time there, there are some elements that I wanted to be present there between the lines. That that is um, something that, that is a little bit political. I mean, political and uh, maybe moral, like animalism or some little observations uh, on the on the human behavior. And uh, so, I mean, but there are. These are um, elements that I didn't care much about in, uh, in the past. Now I'm starting to write a little bit about it. You know, the, the title of the album itself is called Orsa, and uh, actually it's the, the title that George Orwell suggested for the French translation of Animal Farm. Orsa means uh, Union de République Socialiste Animal in French language. Union the Republic, the Republic, so, so animal socialist. sorry, I mean, I mixed up the words. But you get the meaning. And, um, and, you know, it's a political satire. So this is the first time I get into this territory.
1: Yeah, that, I suppose, is, um, as you say, quite different from themes that you've explored before. Do, do you find personally that, you know, in your life, uh, maybe as you get older... That these are thing, you know, this is something that has come to you as more meaningful. That, as you say, maybe in the past just wouldn't have been relevant.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. I mean, these these are themes that I'm um, interested every day. I mean, uh, the, the, the current political situation that is. I mean, after nine eleven was the huge shock for everyone, and the big mystery. I mean, you know, yes, after that, I mean, there the, the was the, the the triggering of the the whole changing, the whole waking up and also the, the 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 theme about um about animalism i mean i'm not straight vegan i'm just a vegetarian from a couple of years and uh, i mean this is something that uh, all of a sudden i woke up about that i mean i just it was about 10 years that i wanted to quit meat but uh i just couldn't and uh, all of a sudden i i quit i mean don't ask me why or how but it happens and uh, it's very important for both me and Massimiliano We're both into it
1: I had an interesting conversation actually a couple of years ago with uh, Tom from Celtic Frost because uh, he yeah. he's now a vegetarian and obviously hasn't always been so but um, that, that was a very interesting transition as, as
0: part of his life yeah, I believe that I mean it changes your whole life you're like a newborn or something
1: how was the recording process for the new album compared to uh, previously? The recording?
0: Uh, yeah, this time around we recorded everything at Massimiliano Studios. And, um, you know, I think the, the, the main difference was that the drums had been recorded last because, I mean, in all the other albums, uh, yeah, it works that you first record the drums, and everyone goes behind the drums, you know. Uh, this time around, no. Uh, we started uh, with the guitar, bass, vocals, and the, the, the drums came last. And this is rather strange. I don't know, but it, it worked out anyway. Uh, so we went to Massimiliano's studio, the Blue Noise studio, and uh, he just helped me out, and we uh, recorded everything, uh, and this place he has, and um, what can I say, I mean, it was funny, definitely, and um, I don't know, it was also <laughs> sweaty, because <laughs> we recorded in July and August, I mean, wow, that was terrible. No, you've got a guest appearance uh, on the album yeah. uh,
1: from An- Anders from Catatonia,
0: so that, yeah. that's pretty special. Absolutely. Well, we happened to be friends with Catatonia from a very long time, much before we, uh, uh, a little before we become known a little bit around, um, we were demo bands, you know, we met in Stockholm as, as kids, you know, and uh, you know, talking about... Uh, the big guys, you know. Therian, Entuned and stuff. So, I mean, after all these years of silence, I mean, uh, I thought it was only natural to write him and ask him if he wanted to play a solo in a, in a song that I thought it was perfect for him and for the way he plays guitar. And so, um, he accepted and uh, he said, of course, sure. And uh, yeah, I just sent, uh, we, we sent him the, 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 the part. And uh, in a couple of weeks, he returned a, a great solo, which sounds born for the part. I mean, it's incredible. I'm so happy that he is in the album.
1: Can't really put my finger on it, or really explain it. But what I love about you know your music, and I also love Catatonia, bands like Paradise Lost, and these bands from around the world that on one level seem to have no connection. You know, are all kind of uh, tapping into something emotional that is somehow the same. And I I don't know if if you underst- understand you know kind of what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Paradise Lost were the originators of this um, scene, movement, I don't know how you want to call it. In fact, uh, speaking of which, when we met with the Anders back then, you know, Paradise Lost were all gods, I mean, were all inspiration. I and mean, there were other bands like Tiamat, for instance, or uh, Tarian, but, you know, Paradise Lost really changed uh, the thing, the, the scene, and they they came up with tunes that uh, were not common back in the day. I mean, they, they 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 really changed death metal. They 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 put harmony into death metal, and uh, we grew up musically following that lead. So yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I get what you mean. On the album, Dan Swanö, as I understand, has mixed the album, and again, he is a major figure.
0: In the scene and has been for a very long time. Suono, I think he's one of the geniuses in the scene. I mean, uh, as you guys, as many guys probably know, I mean, he is a multi-instrumentist. I mean, he, he plays uh, all the instruments. He, he he's a great drummer, great guitar player, great solo player, great singer. I mean, and and he's a sound engineer, and uh, so I mean. He understands. He understands every instrument. I mean, he is not like you know, there are sound engineers that play the drums and they will they would listen to the drums mainly. Now he he, he listens to, to to all the instruments and it is as great. You know, he he did, he did our first two albums uh, back in '94 and '96. So we are. Already accustomed with these ways and uh, the way he mixes and the way uh, he invents new things, like he comes up with a with a strange um, effect on the voice, on the on the guitar, on the guitar, and, and he turns the song the song upside down, and that's what I wanted. Uh, I wanted to work with him for, for a long time, but he wasn't available because uh, he shut his studio down for a very long time. So now that he was back, I mean, that was um, the only solution. So, it's incredible because uh, when you you um, work with him, it's like actually being there and with him. Because he replaces all the instruments. I mean, he replaces the, the sound of the drums, the sound of bass and the sound of all the guitars not only the rhythm guitars but also all the harmonies and uh, arpeggios and clean guitars, everything so it's like you actually went there and recorded everything in his studio, except you are at home so you do not spend all that fortune in flight tickets and and, 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 food and etc so um, it's a I mean, it's great, and the the, the result is, uh, I mean, it's overwhelming. In general, how have you found,
1: we talked about the themes on the album, how have you found, musically, uh, that landscape has changed since you first started out? Because, as you mentioned, it's over 20 years ago, and uh, a lot must have changed for you, you know,
0: personally and uh, artistically. But, you know, um, the reaction of the people, you know... Um, a couple of weeks ago, Peacebuild released the the first track from the album. It's a song called Humana. It's on the YouTube. And the, the reaction of the people was like, we haven't really changed that much. I mean, uh, the, 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 the reaction were really positive. I mean, uh, really overwhelmed with compliments and all, saying that we're still, we're still sound November and, uh, you know, we actually got better. I mean, that's that's good. Good to know. But the point is that uh, I think we kind of remain uh, faithful to our original sound, and uh, I must agree with uh, with that. Musically wise, we are pretty much uh, the same. Uh, this time around, uh, for the first time in my career, I was able to. Uh, record everything by myself I mean in the past I needed my bandmates to help me out recording things because I mean uh, I am the I am the public enemy number one of the uh, everything about cables and uh, computer uh, recording i mean in the past I could only uh, write music uh, by memory I wasn't able to <laughs> Plug into a computer and record something. So, so, this is the first time that I'm actually able to do that and uh, to record a song from zero to the end uh, all by myself with the, the drums and all the, the tracks. I mean, like even 20 tracks, so that doesn't matter. So, w- when you have everything under control, you're also able to skip all the useless parts. Or the confusing parts, you can straighten out uh, everything that doesn't work. But when you're by myself and you have all the time in the world where, well, you are able to fix this and that, and, and everything sounds more balanced and uh, more, um, yes, less confused, everything. I mean, you can cut, uh, copy, past, you know. I know uh,
1: the three-track EP. That's coming out on April 1st, same day as the album. Now, that's exclusive to the Peaceful web store if people want to make their way over
0: there to get that. But uh, tell, tell us about it. Yeah, I mean that's uh, as I mentioned before there are two bonus tracks and uh, I mean um, so we decided to make this uh, gift to uh, the fans, you know and uh, so it's like uh, the single track Andalusia with with uh, I mean that's the song with Anders and uh, Nistrom from Catatonia And so there are two uh, exclusive tracks, uh, which is called uh, Venere and uh, Negative Luna. And, uh, I mean, basically the idea was to give uh, a gift to to the people for waiting all these years. So, I mean, so they could, you know, pre-order the album and have something extra. As you st- as you say, do you know it's an actual uh, EP? I mean, uh, it's a different uh, CD and uh, with its own cover. And I gotta tell you, these two extra songs are very good. And uh, sometimes I wonder why <laughs> we didn't put them into the the, the actual album.
1: I don't know if you have found this over the years, but sometimes, uh you know, you get bonus tracks or B-sides. You know, back, you know, when there was like vinyl, you know, you buy like a seven inch single and there's a B-side that's not on the album. Sometimes the B-sides can just be like, wow, you know, it's just so cool. And it's good, you know, because why shouldn't the B-side be really cool? Why does a B-side have to be like less than good
0: yeah <laughs> i know what you mean you know sometimes bands do b-sides on the run because you know that someone from the the, the label uh, calls up and say hey i need two more songs so you hurry up and come up with a shitty song but, well th- that's not the case you know they, they were actually good well thought uh, songs well organized well written songs so just in closing,
1: tell us about what live plans you have.
0: Yes, um, so we are soon to start an Italian tour, which covers the uh, the whole boat <laughs> from north to south. And um, we are actually working on a European tour for September. And uh, I hope that this is going to happen because uh, we are l- really looking forward to hit the road again and meet the fans again for the e- European dates uh, it's still work in progress but I hope to announce soon Will, um, is there anything you'd like to say in closing? No, thank you and uh, thank to anyone who's listening and I hope you like the album and see you on stage maybe